just a heads up that the following podcast does contain all the spoilers. Hey kids, wanna watch a movie so terrible you'd wish that worms came out of your nose? No? No? Hi, welcome to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Brennan. I'm Connor. Well, normally we're a father and son duo that explores the latest blockbusters, classic genre films, and the schlockiest of Golden Age VHS rental store flicks in spoiler-heavy fashion. But today, we also have my daughter, Connor, who's currently staying with us as she's in between locations. (laughs) (laughs) Back from a stint of living in warm... Arizona. Yep. Yeah. Now you're back here in the cold of Wisconsin, just in time to get some snow. Yeah, lucky me. (laughs) (laughs) And you're also a little under the weather, so... Yeah, so I sound disgusting. But we do appreciate you being on here, because this is a fun... Connor originally did a guest spot on our long-lost episode for Over the Top for Father's Day. Oh, that was such a good episode, too. And it was hands down. I mean, anybody can say that of like, hey, we recorded something, it was the best ever, you don't get to listen to it. But seriously, it was so much fun, and I I screwed it up, and we lost the episode. And didn't we redo it like twice? No, we did not. Oh, we discussed if we should do it twice. But it would just would never have been as good. Never in a million years. So many Arabian children and funny I don't jokes. Remember like that movie at all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is going to be interesting because, as you famously say, you have the memory of a goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in case you haven't seen what episode you're actually listening to, we are covering the remake from 2015 of Poltergeist. Why? Why, you ask? (laughs) Well, because it's a new year, so there's got to be a new remake. (laughs) (laughs) New year, new you. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that. Okay. Well, I guess to kick things off, let's uh, go over the IMDb description of 2015's Poltergeist. A family whose suburban home is haunted by evil forces must come together to rescue their youngest daughter after the apparitions take her captive. This movie is directed by Gil Kennan. Who? <laughs> Beats me. It stars Sam Rockwell, Rosemary DeWitt, Kennedy Clements, and a whole bunch of other people. You know what? Actually, give me a second here. Because... There is actually a side, I'd say, from Sam Rockwell. I mean, it has Jared Harris in it. Who? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, he, he played the reality TV star Ghost Hunter guy. Oh. Is that his and, real accent? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's... Sounded fake to me. I don't know. <laughs> Pulling everybody. Um, aside from the description of this movie, I mean, the general plot is the same as the original. Family moves into suburban home. Spoop happens. They find out that it's built on an old cemetery. The headstones were moved, the bodies were not. Um, Little girl has abilities to speak with the dead and more spoop happens and she gets sucked into a alternate reality, like kind of a limbo. Mm -hmm. Between worlds. Yep, and everybody gets her back and lots of spoop happens. And then house blow up. (laughs) That that basically covers both movies. Yeah, that's really... (laughs) both okay so what are we've all seen the original do you have any thoughts on the original i think it's really good i think the effects are really cool like the room spinning the weird giant ghost at the top of the stairs and the monster running up or like there's just a lot in that movie that i that i really like a lot Mm -hmm. of the effects the story's fine it's nothing like crazy i don't think Right, like, uh, mostly written by Steven Spielberg, produced by Steven Spielberg, directed by Toby Hooper, who directed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And there's also a lot of controversy about how Toby Hooper was snorting too much cocaine 
and oh, was incompetent. Cool. And Steven Spielberg basically filmed that movie. People think that I, I think because it has a very Spielberg feel to it. I can see it. But I say, and I and I believe it has been completely disproven that rumor, and it is a Toby Hooper film. Really? Mm-hmm. Never heard of it, so I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's we have to address it. Everybody always does whenever this comes up, but I don't think so. I think it's a really cool movie. It was really awesome for its time, especially seeing it as a kid. It did kind of scare me a bit. I'm not going to lie. There was some... I mean, it was innovative and new, and it really just kind of, I feel it was kind of a game changer for family-orientated horror. And it also was one of the films that helped bring in the era of PG-13. I didn't, it didn't really scare me that much. I think what scared me was the the television scene, the static TV. I mean, that's the only thing that really got me spooked. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, otherwise I thought it was just cool, I guess. Yeah. A cool ghost film. Mm-hmm. Whenever I heard the word poltergeist, I don't. It was good enough that whenever you hear the word poltergeist, I don't think of a ghost. I think of the movie, which I think is a good thing for a movie. Connor, what are your memories of watching Poltergeist? Was there something in the tub? <laughs> was there something that's it? That's like. Was am I right? Am I thinking of the right movie? Was there like slime in the tub or something? That's Ghostbusters too. No, I swear. That's ghost. What about when they're was watching? Was there like an orange slime in any of this? Uh. I was 13. I just wanted well, to watch Justin Bieber. I did not want to watch that movie at the time. So this I, was a long time ago for me. Yeah, I had Connor and her cousin watch it. We were like 13-year-old girls. <laughs> and you, you don't, you you kind of, your thing is like you don't really like old movies either. Older movies. You prefer no. newer movies. Like what kind of movies do you, do you prefer now? What would you say is... The, like the, the genre? Coolest, or just like the coolest new movie you've seen. Like, what would you recommend? Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> Put a spotlight on you here. Yeah. I mean, the latest movie I saw was the Bird Box movie. It was pretty good. Okay. Well, that's relevant. What did you think of that? <laughs> it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to really say, but I thought it was good. I just like, I like when it's more like the, it's more like realistic. Like, old movies, this is so cheesy sometimes. I can't. Oh, like when it has like more realistic elements to it yeah okay so less a little less fantasy more reality yeah better effects but there wasn't orange slime in this movie at all that's the in only the thing original? i remember the, there was the definitely original. some slime going on yeah there's a it was like i just remember like pink or orange something it just sounds like ghostbusters 2 when, <laughs> when a bunch of slime comes out of the bathtub faucet and fills up the oh maybe that is what i'm thinking of. yeah but i swear i don't know hey at least at least ghosts were involved yeah i should have watched it that's a, that's, all, that's right. all right i probably watch it once a year really I'd say yeah i i like to return to it and i kind of want to watch it now it that i saw this the newer one get some to kind of compare. compare yeah yeah so you can compare it a little better yeah not a bad idea i do recommend the second one mm-hmm. i think it's a lot of fun wait there's more than one yeah, yeah there's three. they made three the third one is i haven't seen the third one yeah second I, one second one i like yeah some really cool stuff in it yeah cool clouds cool braces monster yeah cool worm when were these made in the 70s or 80s 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 oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) now let's just kind of talk about remakes in general what are your thoughts on remakes i think a remake should happen if the director or like the writer whoever who's like heading it has like an idea to bring forth to it like they they have a vision of what they want to change or they want to reinvigorate the series i guess like it shouldn't just be oh this movie is 40 years old let's remake it like it shouldn't just be that it Mm -hmm. it should have a purpose behind it i'm trying to think of good like the dread i guess that isn't a remake it's based off a comic um yeah i i i think when there's other source material and it gets yeah, I don't think that would. I, be really I feel like com- that's more reboot territory as opposed to remake. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a good reboot. I can think of a lot of bad ones. Or even yeah, reboots or remakes. I guess we can just kind of lump them together. I suppose. I mean, they're not really that different. They're no. all based on something—a script mm-hmm. or a comic or a book. Yeah. But I think like the Dread's a good one because that's just a difference. I. Again, I think Dread's kind of a bad example. I just like that movie, so... Oh, it's a good remake. Can we draw a blank on any remake, huh? Okay. Do you want to just pass the baton? <laughs> Connor! <laughs> um, what I think about remakes? 
I think that it's kind of like dangerous just because I don't know sometimes the originals well originals are probably always better but in a way because they're like more original but I don't know I think I've seen movies that were remade and that I thought they were pretty good yeah probably just depends on like the director and the writer and all that mm-hmm. as long as it's good yeah you're you're cool with it like a star is born like no one cares <laughs> I can't think of any remakes right now. Like, either. why would you remake A Star is Born? What are you going to do? Oh, it's Lady Gaga plays the... I, wait, that was a movie before? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There, it definitely was a remake. But it's like, it doesn't bring anything new. It's the same story. I don't want to go watch the same exact story beat for beat. Pull through, okay, this movie... I don't think. Well, I don't think they qualify. I don't think that qualifies because you have not seen A Star Is Born either one of them. I, yeah, but <laughs> I'm going to call you out. On that's that a good one. point, but canceled. <sighs> but I get where you're going with that. My opinion on uh, remakes and reboots are um, they've always been doing it. It's it's happened in literature. It's happened in film, plays, you name it. There's it's always going to happen. Some stories I feel are they just they can cross time and they're worth investigating and redoing in different ways you have to bring something a little bit different to the table every time and change it up just enough where you have the core elements yes it should be modernized but it also shouldn't be modernized just to make it more modern i think the rob zombie halloween movie is a good example of a remake i don't necessarily like how they explain his backstory but that's a change to the story that's a that's a different thing that Rob Zombie wanted to bring to the big screen. Like he wanted to mm-hmm. explore that side of this character. And I think that gave him good merits to remake it. Right. Or like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. What did you do differently? It's the same thing. It's Freddy kills people in nightmares, and it's just worse. Like all you've done is just damage the name. Yeah. Of whatever I w- you made. I would say one of the best out there would be the remake of Night of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. Because it modernized it in a way, changed some of the elements of it to make it more modern, tells basically the same story, but it brought something different, and it's an improvement. And to me, Night of the Living Dead and its remake, I view those as equals. And to me, they're equally as awesome. I think that the Day of the Dead, the latest Day of the Dead remake, though, we we debated doing that yikes yeah um that one i think while meets the qualifications to be a remake it brings something new to the table you know all that it doesn't do it well because the basis for the remake is stupid here's the thing too is that there needs to be a rise in quality rather than a dip Mm -hmm. you don't lower the quality and then expect to get good results it's like the friday the 13th remake you just lowered the quality. I don't know. No, that's actually that remake actually has quality. You think and so? I do. I stand by that. I think that is a decent remake. I wouldn't say it's great, but I feel it's decent and I enjoy it. Okay. Um, I you you have other, your opinions, even I'd if say, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say another good one would be uh, Amityville Horror. I haven't seen any of them. So. Oh, yeah, that is a remake, huh? Yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, better than Goofy Ryan Ryan Reynolds, you get mean Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> what about Ghostbusters? That's a hot topic. I've never seen the new ones. Oof, that's just not funny. It's just not. Ah, <laughs> uh. I was I backed that movie beforehand. I did too. And I said, give it a shot. Wait to see it. And then I've only recently seen it, and I was like. You. It was like the first Girls. image came out, and like when I heard they're all females, I don't care. I, I don't know all the actresses in it. They're all really funny on SNL. They're all hilarious. I know that they're good. It's just I don't know. I think I think that movie was made, and what they did is they're like, okay, we're gonna make Ghostbusters, but with women, and then they just started shooting the movie. Yeah, like they didn't do anything else. I feel that the problem is is that a lot of times they don't have any heart and soul to them too. Mm-hmm. It's it's an executive room with the guy just looking at a bunch of other people going, hey, what's hot? And in the, for example, for this movie, they go, uh, nostalgia. <laughs> He's like, good good call, Mike. <laughs> and then Lisa, what do you have? She's like, ghosts! <laughs> because The Conjuring had come out. Oh, that's this. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then uh, somebody else goes, well, uh, creepy dolls. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like check boxes of what's going to make money. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we need a good title because we can't just make a movie. We need a title that'll yeah, draw what, what do we in. have the rights to that we can make some quick money on? Or maybe they just Googled best 80s movies <laughs> and they just saw what they had the rights for. Oh, yeah. Poltergeist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, look, it's got creepy dolls. Well, ghosts. That's cool. Would you say that's that's a fair judgment? That's on, fair. <laughs> for this movie, especially. We yeah. Can, we can go find a random guy in the street. He'll direct it. <laughs> yeah. This, you know, we're, we're just going to put it right out there. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think this is a very good remake. No. No. It, it, it has no life to it. It has elements. Right. But it's just not good. So let's get into that. Yeah. Um, we'll go around and we'll discuss what we think it got right. Okay. As a remake. How about you go first? Of Poltergeist. Me? Yes. Okay, I'll go first. I feel that what it got right was updating the family dynamic a bit, although I do not like it. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like, you know, it was also uh, the executive boardroom going, uh, financial crisis, housing. <laughs> yeah. But I felt they were a good representation of a modern white family, you know, going through some hard times. The dad was laid off from his job. The mom had the unrealistic author. Because <laughs> everybody in a movie has to have some cool job. Mm, they're a reporter. Yeah. They're an author. Yeah. I mean, it, it really doesn't matter because it does. it doesn't, it's not relevant to the story. It never gets brought up ever again. The layoff thing only kind of comes up as because the dad goes out and spends a bunch of money he doesn't have in order to try to make his family happy. But you're just spiraling yourself deeper in debt. If this family is struggling financially because of the financial crisis and layoffs and whatever, mm -hmm. how are they buying a home? That's that's, that's what, what I, I thought. Wondering. Like. Did they have a bigger house and then they sold it and had to go to a small, like they downgraded? But I, even then. But it never gets, that never really gets brought up. How much is they the mom making? <laughs> She's an author. What's she selling? What type of yeah. books does she write? If she, what if she wrote like ghost stories and then you can bring that <laughs> into it somehow? Right. right. And it's just a completely dropped plot point. Yeah. But I, I do like the dynamics of the family and mm -hmm. it, it does do one thing right where um, you bring an obnoxious teen who's just super terrible and at the end either you don't hate him as much i, I even though they did they do nothing with her character they do nothing with any of these characters i like the original where she just goes over to the, like the boyfriend's house or whatever yeah like at the end when she shows up uh, the she's hickey. Got the hickey. yeah <laughs> yeah there's a story it's so subtle this this daughter never leaves the house uh-huh never the parents leave the house but I was expecting it to be like a, instead of the daughter leaving, it was the parents and they come back and they do the, what's happening? You know, but even then they just show back up in like a few minutes and the kid's hanging from like the, getting grabbed by the tree. like. And. But I feel like they got that dynamic right. I mean, they felt like an actual family and it did, it did set up a lot of the atmosphere early on. Mm -hmm. Like towards the beginning, I thought this might be good because it's changing it up enough and it felt pretty decent. And it was going in the right direction. They were kind of setting up a little bit more atmosphere than jump scares. It felt like Poltergeist instead of a ghost movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, like a like I mean, ghost movie as in like modern ghost movies, right? So it really kind of was like, okay, that's kind of about all I have for what I got. <laughs> I mean, other than just hitting specific notes, but then it didn't do that well. Let's move on the counter. What do you feel like this movie got right? Um, well, I can't really compare it to the first one, so I'm just going off of it as, like, a movie. Because you don't remember. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess what I think it got right is, I don't know, the suspense was always good. I didn't really know what was going to happen next. The family. I kind of agree with you, Dad. I don't really have much to say, because I, I don't remember the first one, so. All of this hinged on you remembering the yeah. first one. Got it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay it's okay because sometimes you just don't remember movies sometimes I thought the act like i thought they were kind of cheesy sometimes though they were yeah we'll kind of and they were very calm yeah yeah a lot of 
that was really weird. Yeah, let's kind of get into that a little bit more in the what it got. Yeah, what it got wrong. (laughs) Okay, what I think it got right. Well, I think the kid actors are pretty good for the most part. I was kind of surprised. The little boy, no idea what his name is. Little boy I thought was pretty good. The older daughter, I don't think she was written well. Because I think it was a bunch of old white guys in boardroom going, <laughs> let's write a teenager. And it doesn't help that it's a 2015 teenager. It's not good. <laughs> so that didn't help either. But I guess that's what I don't like. But I, di- I did like, I think the characters were fine. They had, they had just enough enough depth for me to like, like them in the beginning. Later on in the movie, you lose all of it. But in the beginning, all of the dads like, if I can feel for that. Oh, the little kid, no one listens to him, whatever. He plays video games. I can relate. You know, like, I think I think the setup was good. Yeah, they're basic enough archetypes mm-hmm. where some people may view them as cookie cutter. But they I mean, that's what archetypes are, though. Yeah, they didn't really need to be. I didn't need, like, Hitchcock levels of depth with these <laughs> characters. I also think the beginning of the movie, like, both of you said, like, the suspense I thought was really good. I specifically like the scene when all the lights start turning on in the house. Mm-hmm. I even think that sh- it was shot really nice too. Like when the kids like coming downstairs and all the lights are flickering, the lighting was really good. And like you hear the TV and it's going and like you know knowing Poltergeist, you know the TV has the, the hands of the TV hands, was good. Hands in the TV was really good. I liked all of that. I thought that was pretty good. That's about it, really. I mean, <laughs> I also liked there were some practical effects with the skeletons like when the daughter gets when the goopy stuff pools up in the uh, oh, garage, garage and then the hand comes out and grabs her and then it's like a full thing pops out like or there was just the one standing there which she kind of turns and it's like a flash of light and it's there's just a corpse yeah just hanging out like that was good that was really good because it was it was subtle it didn't need a lot it was just there mm-hmm. and it wasn't so much a jump scare it didn't need to go just, ah! it was just there. like it just had to be there to be scary yeah and that was good i thought the baseball thing was good that was pretty good yeah okay. it kind of in comparison to the first one i feel that that one kind of had more things going on as the spooky thing started happening it felt more casual where this one it was like right away Bam, we're going to start getting spooky they, right the, off the hop. The railing starts zapping them. Like, see, the, and yeah, yeah, see, that was kind of nice, but then that's about as like playful as it really got. Yeah. Everything after that, it was just, okay, now it's going to be scary to be scary. And there wasn't enough of Carol Ann. Well, not, she's not Carol Ann. We're just going to call her that because... <laughs> not Carol Ann. Yeah. Not Carol Ann. It, it seemed like in the original, she had a little bit more of a, hey, I'm talking to my invisible friend type of stuff mm-hmm. that kind of went on a little bit longer and kind of made it creepier. Yeah. With this one, it's like she catches on there's right away like, that they're bad. There's like two scenes with her talking to the the people, and that's really it. Yeah. It's and just it never, not... they, It's like they just were like, come on, hurry up. Let's Let's yeah. get to it. Let's get to it. We got a we got a tight schedule. You want to get this movie done in so much amount of time. And I think the middle of the movie then just dragged on because it just wasn't. They just sped up the beginning too fast. If they had spent more time slowly building it up, and then the crazy stuff starts really happening, but instead they they built up way too fast, and then they burnt themselves out for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I agree. All this basically happens within a couple days, it, it seems. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't. It seems like it's a night or something. Yeah. Because it's like we moved in. Hey, see you later, kids. We're we're going out to dinner. Yeah. And they go to like this. That's where they find out about how the house was. Yeah. It's like a nice family. It's like so, they're at somebody's house. And this is like something the, the dad's trying to get a job through and him. The, yeah. the way it gets brought up. I don't know. Oh, you moved into that neighborhood? That oh neighborhood. My. See, here's my the thing. My brother lived there. Here's the thing, too. That neighborhood is like this neighborhood that we live in. Yeah. We live in a neighborhood that came up, like a subdivision that came in in the 90s. So it's very relatable as far as where we currently live. And I like that because it, it's kind of like, a oh, it doesn't have to be an old house. Like this could happen like right now. Oh, there could be a spook in this house. I mean, ghosts aren't real, but <laughs> I mean, that doesn't. You're, you're, an, you're a super skeptic. Yeah. Like... <laughs> If you actually want to comment on our podcast for once, anybody, and it's because you think ghosts are real, I have to decline your comment there. I'm just going to ignore it. Oh, God. Here's my beef, though, with this whole 90s neighborhood. 
living in a 90s home is that okay so this takes place in illinois right Mm -hmm. this boy's bedroom which happens to be soup just super creepy for the sake of it's creepy yeah kid can't just be kind of creeped out living in a new house no we got to make it look creepy we got to put a bunch of dolls in a trap door in his spoopy closet that was stupid so where were the people that were living there before exactly that's what i want why is nothing why isn't there i mean granted carol not carol ann in this one or carol ann in the original is the catalyst that starts everything because she has the gift yeah the gift the shining if you will yeah (laughs) and she's the one the reason so her attention is you know the fact that she's paying attention to them and acknowledging them is what sets everything off but you would still think if it's this much of a big deal that there would have been things happening that is just a swell point that you just made now it's time to move on to our promo for this episode you're traveling through another dimension a dimension of not only a film and sound but mind a journey into an auditory movie review adventure that must be experienced to be believed. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Doomsday Clock. You can extract the Witch versus the Doomsday Clock podcast by either searching for WYCH on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, the SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Witch versus the Doomsday Clock is a proud member of Legion Podcasts. So prepare yourself. The podcast ice is gonna break! Okay, why would anybody living in a 90s home, right, in Illinois, Mm -hmm. not have insulation in their attic, and put in a bedroom with a sink in it? It's a sink, just a random creepy sink. sink. And a big dumb skylight in there too in your attic. It's which called snow. It's called every at some point in time every skylight will leak. I worked at a place that built skylights, <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, it's a thing." But people want them. We'll make them. Also, they're not very tree proof. <laughs> Definitely not tree proof, especially I, if it's a ghost tree. But that's where I that's where I checked out from the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when it just scene. that's when it that's when like divide happened between. Good setup and horrible movie. This is where, like, we got to ramp up this tree. I liked it in the original. I was just... It's just a tree that came in. Yeah. It was more his imagination. Yeah. It was like him thinking that the tree was crazy or creepy or a monster. And this one, the tree's actually a monster. Where were the neighbors? The neighbors, like, yeah. Like, you think the neighbors look out the window. Yeah, I think we would maybe hear that. There's a kid getting whipped around by a tree hand. I think somebody would have noticed. Especially when the kid's going, ah, really loud. Oh, I wouldn't notice that. If if one of our neighbors was yelling, hanging from a tree outside. Yeah, just flipping around, giant hand grabbing it. Or is it that people in the suburbs just want to keep to themselves and don't want to get involved? Was this the only house buried on the graveyard? I no. feel like those that had... No, it was like the entire neighborhood. So, so were they all haunted or was it just this house? I guess it's only because not Caroline was there, so... Oh. They were focusing They're on focused her. on her, yeah. Maybe there was a lot of spooks, but... you would but... still think that other things would happen. Yeah. Like we're it, getting really deep into it. It's an entire graveyard. But this is also kind of, I guess, the story in general, not even just this one, where it is kind of a... If you start thinking about it too much, just like the fact that... Okay, so you have a cemetery, right? Mm-hmm. It's all hunky-dory just being a cemetery. But you move the headstones, you leave the bodies, so you've kind of desecrated these graves. Yeah. And you've upset the spirits at... Of those people, right? (laughs) Now you build a house, but the whole thing is about they're lost and they need they need this girl to take them into the light, which is essentially heaven, right? Or the afterlife. afterlife. And they can't get there because they're lost. But why? Were they always just kind of hanging out? Were they just sitting in their graves? Why didn't they why didn't they go to the afterlife in the first place? Right (laughs) there. Why did yeah. Especially in this movie. Yeah. Because in the originals, it's more like just it's all light, basically. Yeah, <laughs> we never see the inside of the. Yeah, you ghost never really realm. see. You do in the second one, but it's all like just 
special effects, but it's all light there anyway. Yeah. So I don't get what the big problem is. <laughs> the You're brighter light. Go to the you brighter to go to light. Brighter light. <laughs> or maybe that's the thing is they can't see because it's all light. Where's the real light? I did like the effect of the spirit realm in this, where it was just a bunch of contorted bodies making up the house. I thought that was really cool. And they yeah. were just that was so awesome. All over each other. Especially when like the drones flying through, and you can see them all just like peeking their heads out. The drone. The drone. Because. It's, it's a new it's movie. It's 2015. Hey, we got cell phones. Uh, we got the financial crisis. Uh, anybody else got any ideas? Drones. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm surprised the internet didn't come in the more play in this. Yeah. <laughs> Plot holes and overanalyzations aside, I also feel that nobody in this movie seems sincere. None of the actors. They started off okay. Yeah, they started off fine. I think it's because when they started off, they were playing just joe average character but the more they started to have to develop the less they actually devoted to acting <laughs> yeah the oldest starter was the worst. <laughs> but you don't need to do a lot though to be whiny obnoxious teenager she really didn't do anything she never like i thought she was pointless she was really pointless she could have left and nothing would have changed she didn't help get not caroline back she didn't she, I mean, had some encounters with ghosts, but that's kind of expected. Everyone did. Well, mm-hmm. then when they were, like, running away, she's like, what did she say to her dad? I'm sorry I'm mean to you. Yeah, okay. like, okay. there's her arc, everybody. There it was. <laughs> Aren't you glad she stuck around? We got that arc finished. <laughs> she's not mean to her dad. <laughs> Wouldn't be important to bring up. I, um, it's uh, the paranormal research team. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was... I thought it was dumb that they just so happened to know that famous guy and like she just so happened. Oh yeah, they were yeah. married. Yeah, and he just How? so happened to be able to come there like. Yeah, without day. the cameras, even though he's a TV personality, he's like. A- he's not gonna go to what apparently is one of the craziest haunts ever. It's like going, hey Gordon Ramsay, come help out my restaurant, but you, you can't bring your camera crew. <laughs> You're just doing it as a favor. Yeah, <laughs> like what? I feel that the element of him being a reality TV star was pointless. Totally. Yeah. Other than to have the older daughter who for some reason had a crush on him. Not really crush, I think just really liked him. Just fascinated? I yeah. don't know, it seemed almost crush-like, but I don't know. I just thought like it was written well. None of it was. None of it was. <laughs> there was, a, oh, hey, we got reality TV. <laughs> Let's put that on the list. Yeah. Check. Okay, can I go on like a small rant here oh, with something geez. that I I really did not enjoy? What? Okay, so after Caroline is taken by the spoops, um, they they get the personal investigator guys. Well, actually, no. I'm the, feeling I know where this is. The going. little scene <laughs> where Caroline's voice comes through the TV, which I thought was really cool. I actually really like that part. Caroline's voice coming through the TV and like her hands on the TV, like coming through the TV. That's pretty neat. The the mom or yeah, the mom has like a mental breakdown basically because any parent would. And then the the husbands are just like, oh well, we'll figure it out. It's okay. Don't call the police. We can't like. He's so calm about it. Then the 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 mom and the son go to investigators. They come over and then the dad throwing the investigators around. And this is the dumbest line. So they get shocked by the railing, which is the gag. I, I don't know. It's just a occurrence that happens every time, but like they get shocked and then he's like, "Oh, that happens or whatever. This is just normal." Do you guys want some sandwiches? Yeah, I knew it. I knew it's that's where you were so going. So dumb. Your your daughter is missing. Your daughter has been abducted by presumably evil spirits. No, do you want some sandwiches? Oh, this is oh just hunky dory. That's funny. Oh, look at the railing shocked you. <laughs> like he, he's just so like calm like he's not even concerned they all were. your daughter's in the spirit realm right now and you're just let me show you around craig t nelson kind of had that same approach in the original like the dad in the original but it was almost as of like they've seen some crap they had that kind of you know like they're just so in shock where it was they were kind of being aloof about it mm-hmm. where it didn't come off that way in this one no it just came off that they're just like no oh. Like, they just kind of didn't care. That's they what I they mean. got used to it. They Nobody just... seems sincere. Yeah. Oh, it's so dumb. And then later in the movie, the dad's all, Oh, I gotta get my daughter back. Oh, where is she? <laughs> like, it's a complete... Just, whoever wrote the, you want some sandwiches line, should be fired. <laughs> I hope they are. <laughs> well, my rant's over. That's what I wanted to get through. I knew it. 
Do you have anything else, Connor? Yeah, I don't know. I thought they were just really calm, but it was kind of weird. What did you think about the the one of the the ghost investigators, like the the younger guy who was all skeptical on the whole thing? I liked his part. I don't know. Like when he gets his like hand in the wall in the closet. Yeah, I think that was good. But you don't really see him much after then. Like he was always just chilling by the he, door. Like, he was like on the computer with his headphones on, not doing anything. Like, like they kind of set him up as like this skeptic. Like, do you think the dad did it? Like the dad. He's in Financial Times, kills the daughter so he doesn't pay less, and then tries to get famous off of the haunting. <laughs> I brought up the, the killing the daughter angle. He didn't really bring that oh. up. That was me, like, ranting while we were watching. But, like, he gets the he gets the encounter with the ghost. Like, even, he was, like, gonna sit down on a chair, and the chair flew out from underneath him, hit a wall, and exploded everywhere, and he still didn't believe in it. You literally work yeah, as... Yeah, why is he working after that? yeah. Why is he working there if he doesn't believe in ghosts? That's like me working at like a no, ghost would investigator. Be no, having a skeptic is a good thing. Yeah, I well, then I'll true. work there. Because you can debunk, you're not an and instant you're not believer. Scared. Yeah, that's a good point. There. But then he gets the encounter with the ghost hand in the drill. Oh, it's pulling my hand through. Ah, it's going to drill my face. And then... Does he, he ever go tell anybody about what happened? No. That's no. what I was wondering. The camera was rolling in that room, When too. he went downstairs, I thought he was going to check the footage. And then show everybody and be like, whoa. Yeah, and this, just to see if it this closet, actually happened. Yeah, this closet has activity, guys. I believe now. I believe the ghosts here are the most amazing contractors available. Then, okay, but not... They'll he, fix a hole in a wall like nothing. <laughs> he goes downstairs, seems to check the footage. Eat he sits sandwich. down. But he doesn't. He <laughs> doesn't. He puts headphones on. And then he never speaks again. <laughs> it's like the writers, the writers were just like, and then he believes in ghosts, presumably. I prefer the subtle um, things that happened to the people in the first one. Like the guy, like the, the steak crawling with the maggots. Yeah. And, and uh, the guy ripping his face off in the bathroom. Yeah, that one is awesome. That's that, how that was better for like playing with you mentally. Uh-huh. And, and oh, and they tried to get into the dad having the... A bit of a drinking problem because of the situation. And in this one, he just, he imagines that he barfs up a bunch of worms and they come crawling out his nose and stuff. I think that was a reference to the second, second yeah. one. Probably. But it's just one of those, eh, they don't get it right. Nope. You don't get it right. That's not a cool monster that comes out. Yeah, he can puke up a maggot man or the tequila worm guy. Yeah, whatever it is. That was way more interesting. way cooler. A lot scarier. A lot scarier, too. That thing freaked me out as a kid. Poltergeist, the the original. A lot scarier. <laughs> a lot of people don't like it. Well, then, But that's kind of the way nostalgia a works, A lot of though. people are stupid. They go on. It goes on a downswing where things that people really enjoy, even though they can say, hey, I just enjoy this for what it is. There's always somebody being like, well, it was never that good anyway. Whatever. Mm. I don't care. They're just stupid. <laughs> um, oh, there was one more thing. I wanted to address. So the whole, we got to change it up a bit. And so they use the son as the one who goes in to rescue Caroline, or not Caroline in this case, yeah. from the ghost realm instead of the mom. Because he felt personal responsibility because he chickened out and she got lured into the closet. Mm -hmm. And I feel that's a huge misstep. Yeah. Because part of the whole thing of the first one is about being a parent mm -hmm. and to switch the focus of the, that responsibility onto a kid just didn't it didn't feel get right because then it just only made the parent seem that much more distant and in the scenario useless. and you totally useless i mean you let the boy fly the drone into the ghost world <laughs> so there you go he helped out that's just my that's my taking on it anybody else agree or disagree i thought Anything it was kind of cute but like I said, I never saw, I don't remember the first one, so, but I don't know. I thought it was cute that the brother went in. But then I thought, also thought, like, if I had kids and both of my kids were in there, I think I would go in there, too. Make sure they get out. Yeah, because I wouldn't want just that little kid just You don't want both out. of your little yeah. kids dying or, <laughs> or whatever. Ex being trapped in a different plane of existence. Full of cool I would at least, like, risk houses. my life to try to help them. <laughs> cool houses, like, of course. It's like an awesome metal cover in there, especially when they all start coming out. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I'd be like, yeah, this is pretty cool. <laughs> Let's check this out. I would jump in for you, Brennan. Oh. <laughs> I'd fly a drone in for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'd jump in. 
Yet again, nobody really addresses smell. What did the ghost dimension smell like? Could you even smell? How do they breathe in there? Yeah. It doesn't matter because it's just a movie. Okay. Do we feel we've covered this pretty well here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say so as well. Go around. Favorite scene? Brennan? Favorite scene when all the lights come on in the house and the, the son's the only one to notice and he's walking around and the lights are all flickering and he sees Caroline. Not Caroline. I mean, I like the TV talking to it. thought that whole scene was really well directed and really gave me the the jinkies that's a no that's scooby-doo really gave me the spoops really gave me the spoops there okay connor um i would agree with brennan that was definitely probably one of my favorite parts just because that was really creepy after the hands of the tv were good um honestly i really liked the baseball scene just because i think it was so subtly creepy like, if I saw it happening in a house, I'd be creeped out. And it was just very subtle. It wasn't, like, over-the-top and crazy. It, it, it seemed like, like a... It wasn't, like, the stacking of a bunch of magazines. Yeah, that was a little that ridiculous. That was really over But the baseball scene was just, like, so subtle and, and just, like, cr- creepy. It seems like something that would actually happen. Yeah, that just like seemed, like, really realistic. Yeah. And, yeah. like I said, it was just so subtle. Where Like, if I saw that, it would creep me out and just be, like, weird. And it just wasn't over-the-top. So I liked it. I've liked the really bad paranormal investigator putting the hole in the wall and reaching in like a dongle yeah trying to fish out the screwdriver and then the the or the drill yeah and the drills like coming out by his face and getting closer yeah i liked that because there is definitely a sense of like okay is he gonna get drilled in the face yeah but it was more like excited yeah Mm -hmm. and then he nothing happened yeah and i was like oh darn it (laughs) <laughs> shucks but i did like that part though because anytime somebody reaches into something i generally don't like that it's always freaked me out since flash gordon you had to reach in the <laughs> weird tree and there's like the thing that would sting him inside wow no oh, but you didn't like the scene in indiana jones where the girls is like the hand in the and pull the lever puts all nope, spiders didn't like that either well i would never put my hand in that that yeah that is creepy if the drill fell through the wall yeah it was just a drill well first off i take the flashlight yeah. Shine it in the wall and go, oh, there it is. Pick it up. Scoop. I wouldn't even do uh, that. Like, oh, we never, we, never, we never even talked about the clown doll. Who gets on the cover of this. Somehow got on the cover. It has one scene. Look, it's famous. Remember? That was I, a little clown. extra. I thought it was kind of cool when it gets his face smashed open. It's like that creepy, like. Still kind of looking around. Yeah. Yeah, that was all right. That was all right. But this is such a brief moment in the original. Yeah, and I liked how in the original it was just like a normal toy. And this one's like... It was normal, but then it got sinister looking. Yeah, but in this one it's sinister looking from the beginning. So you instantly know, okay, well, it's just an evil clown. Obviously, yeah. it fell from the ceiling. Evil clown. The other little crown- clowns um, kind of like running around. I thought that was cool. I liked the, the sound of them. Yeah, and how and then, when they look, it would just kind of like... It would, yeah. You'd, you'd have that moment receipt move and just stop instantly. Or did it move? You don't yeah, know. yeah. I thought that was done really well. Missed potential. Missed potential for sure. So like the, the animal doll in the Conjuring movies and the animal movies. That doll looks creepy to begin with. Why okay. would you... Why would you... That's the thing. Hey, people out there making stuff, don't make things just... The more innocent it looks, the creepier it is. If you make it look creepy then we all know it's going to be creepy. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, kind of off topic, but still a ghost movie. So The Conjuring, right? So there's, like, and the Annabelle doll, there's there's um, the the nun in it, you know? Like, and there's all these yeah. different spoopy entities. Yeah. So it's, like, it's the like Avengers a- of ghosts. Yeah. I never got that, like, <laughs> so it was all these ghosts. I guess I have just have to watch The Conjuring. Is it Conjuring good? I like the first one a lot. I'd say that's probably the closest feeling in a movie to actually living in a haunted house yeah i liked the conjuring but it it drops the ball at the end like most ghost movies do what about insidious 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 is a better remake of poltergeist (laughs) it is a better remake of the original poltergeist than this remake of poltergeist is huh hey we watched that one together connor Mm -hmm. that's the only time i've ever yelled while watching a movie because that darth maul guy (laughs) Like, all of a sudden, he's just behind dude for no reason. Like, it just cuts to him, and he's there. <laughs> I will now repeat what I said, because yeah. this is a clean podcast. You can take your guesses. <laughs> that got me. Makes me want to watch it, just just knowing that. Yeah, it's fun. I, I guess, that. I know, it's kind of hard for us to be scared really well. We work at a haunted house. I don't know, I just, I haven't really seen a movie that's 
scared me. I saw, I mean, I guess I, I don't really watch scary movies. Not because I'm scared, but I don't know. I just never really got around to it. Yeah, you sure. don't like, you've never liked ghost movies, though. Why is that? He doesn't believe. Not anymore. That. I used to when I was young and gullible and used to believe in ghosts because I was stupid. Okay. But now that I know that ghosts aren't real, it doesn't bother <laughs> me as much. I just look at it more now like fiction instead of like, whoa. This could happen. Oh, <laughs> ghosts are real. No. Oh, Connor, you should tell the story of when you went to go see The Conjuring in the theater. Oh. <laughs> in high school, and I came back, and you put the fake dead body in my bed. It was, like, covered <laughs> in sheets or something. <laughs> I don't even remember. I just turned around. I was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's still one of my favorite pranks. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> Now, if you would have, like, uh, put one of those creepy masks on it, probably would have cried. <laughs> I didn't even notice when I walked in right away. I, was, I just turned around, put something on my dresser, and then I turned around and saw it. What did you do? I was like, whoop. Give you the jinkies? Startled me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Anybody, any last thoughts on 2015's terrible remake of Poltergeist? I have one question. Yes. Why? I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I didn't think it was great. I think it's just... I don't... I think it was just there. I I didn't even hear about it before it came... This is the first time I heard this movie. The first half was all right. It was a good setup. The rest of the movie is not good. It just kind of... I think it's a good movie if you don't look at it, like, in detail. You can say that about a lot of movies. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know. I I don't know. I didn't hate it. If you don't pay attention to the bad parts, it's pretty good. (laughs) I feel some of the scares in this were just too what I don't like about modern... Because it's just jump scares. It's jump scares. It's, you know when they're coming too. It's hey, oh look, here's the here's the way out of the the closet, but now it's farther away, and oh, here comes a perfectly placed hand that's just gonna spring up and block your view, and, and then it's gonna go ring. You always know when it's coming too, because they always boost up the audio, so you kind of get that like like that like like I don't know, you get the feed from the microphone, and like the voices are really loud. So you know that whatever jump scare is coming, it's going to be extra loud. And there's no musical cues because the musical cues kind of ruin the jump scare. And something's always creepy happening. Like, you know when they're coming. Like, there's so many times in the movie where I was just like, all right, where's the jump scare? Ah. I thought the squirrel one was pretty good, but it was a fake out one. It's, yeah. You could have made it a ghost because the house is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not scared of squirrels? Well, if there's a squirrel running around a room, I don't know if I'd be, I'd be scared that it would you know, damage my room. <laughs> yeah, all right. Would any of you recommend this movie? I'd recommend it to some studio executives and tell them oh. this is how not to make a remake. I really, I I would. I don't know. I don't think it's like horrible. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be my top movie, but. If that's all you had as an option, you wouldn't be like mad to watch it. Like you want to be like, ugh, I don't want to watch Poltergeist 2015. No, I didn't think it was that bad. I just thought it was, like, there. I didn't love it, I didn't hate it, I liked it. It okay, wasn't the best that's... movie I saw, but I liked it. wasn't awful. Yeah. Cook of her? I'm going to say no. No, you wouldn't <laughs> recommend it? I would not recommend this. Would you recommend it to someone who's already seen the original Poltergeist? Definitely not. Would you recommend it to someone who hasn't seen the original Poltergeist? No. Would you tell that person to watch the original Poltergeist? Yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, unless you absolutely need to have cell phones and drones in your movie, then I guess you could watch this one instead. But if you can handle watching a story where those things don't exist yet, (laughs) go go for it. Should we we give it a rating? Sure. We usually just kind of, we've just lately, we've just been giving like just funny made up ratings. Yeah. We have no actual rating system. I dedicate you to go first. <laughs> I give this one bad CG rolling in the air minivan <laughs> out of 20. <laughs> Me? What am I rating? Like, what's this? Just, just, just make something up. Like, how are you? Just make up a rating scale of your own imagination. Like, on number scale? You could do that if you'd like. Um, I think it was like a 6 out of 10. Okay. Middle I'd, of the road. I'd give it I'd give it um three doorways stacked with magazines out of eight. <laughs> Do these magazines just explode the second <laughs> you look at them and realize what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. You look at it and it goes and all the magazines go everywhere. It's a lot more interesting when you can say, You're right, Ray. No human. 
you could possibly stack books like this. <laughs> I don't know if I got that right or not. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's it for us. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. I'm glad to get this movie out of my hair. <laughs> if you'd like, uh, we do. We hey, did you know that we still have T-shirts available at T Public? I did actually. <laughs> There's going to be a link in the notes. Otherwise, you can just look up Grid Current in T Public, and that will take you to my online store. Please buy our merch. Please, <laughs> please buy. It helps our out the merch. show. Plus, it's usually almost always on sale, so yeah, I can make twos of dollars every time. Wow! If you'd like to give us some feedback or contact us or tell Brennan that ghosts are real and send <laughs> send your send an actual ghost in an email to Brennan. Please send me evidence. <laughs> send it. You can contact us at corruptedyouthpod at gmail.com. I know that's super dumb. It's cute. <laughs> Please rate and review wherever you listen. Mm-hmm. For example, you could be listening on Apple Podcasts. Maybe on our home site of Podomatic. Mm-hmm. Please review. Please rate. Please. Nah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. If you want to, that's cool. It's interesting. You could just comment the word good, and we'd be <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, just, you know. we well, are not even going to say give us five-star ratings. Or even just the letter W, and we'd go. Oh. I think the one we have on there is actually, like, three stars, and I'm like, hey, all right. <laughs> I'll take a three-star rating. Yeah. <laughs> what's, it, what's it matter to me? All right, well... Catch us next month when we review Con Air. <laughs> I, I made that up. We're not actually going to review Con Air. Maybe we should. No. <laughs> okay, well, thanks a lot for listening. Thanks to our fellow podcasters. And hang in there. Fly safely. Connor, you know anything? Do you want to send off? Too? Wear your seatbelt. Look both ways when you cross the road. Don't eat where truckers do. I got nothing. <laughs> Make sure your baby falls asleep on its back. Remember to always um, spade and neuter your, your dog. Yep. Your pets. Unless Help control you... the pet population. Yes. Make sure your cats don't get out because the bird population is actually dropping mm. very steadily from cats killing birds. Oh. Well, Sounds like we need more wild dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop carbon emissions. <laughs> Please stop this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, hey, it's a poltergeist. Hey, hey, it's a poltergeist. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, it's a poltergeist. Things are moving all around. What the heck is going on? Did that thing over there just move? I didn't move it, and neither did you. It must be a poltergeist. Oh, my goodness, this is crazy. Some flashes of lightning, but there was no clouds in the sky. Oh, 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 it's a poltergeist, it's a poltergeist. Everything is moving all around me. The spirits are going crazy. Oh, my goodness, oh, my lord, it's a poltergeist. Ay, ay, ay. Like, this could happen, like, right now, ooh, there could be a spoop in this house. I mean, ghosts aren't real.